This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and it's uh, come to the end of another week. Friday, Friday morning here. The old Trailblazers are getting out early again at this time. Maybe you hear me late at night, but that's okay. And uh, we're bringing you a study now on the blood redemption, and we're looking at how the Lord told Abraham to take Isaac, his son, and offering as a burnt offering up on Mount Moriah. And uh, let's let's pick it up there. There we were in our last study. And uh, before we do that, I'll mention our, our pamphlet. We have what we most surely believe. If you'd like to have a copy of it, let me know. I'll send it to you. But there was Abraham, his two servants, and his son, and they traveled three days. And when they came to the place which God had told them, which was old Mount Moriah, Abraham said to his son and those men who were with him, he said to the men, uh, Stay here now with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And I want you to catch that, my friend. You know, did you ever you ever watch word play? Did you ever see what the significance of words are? Abraham said, you young men, y'all stay here with the, <clears throat> with the donkey. And uh, the, the lad and I will go yonder and worship and come again. And now he knew the Lord had told him to go there and offer offer Isaac as a burnt offering. But listen, he said, and we'll come again. That was a solemn hour with old Abraham. It, this was Abraham, this was his only son. It was an heir of promise. It was a child of his old age after all of those years with no child. And here was, can, can, Dad, can you even imagine? Mom, can you imagine your only begotten son? Oh, what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. And I tell you, awakened sinner, lost sinner, you can believe the Lord. You can believe the Lord. Do you know what salvation is? Trusting the Lord. Abraham trusted the Lord. He trusted him. He had the evidence that he could trust the Lord. And you have the evidence. You have God's word, maybe in your hand. If you'd read it and, and believe it, you could be saved, my friend. But you're going to go on through this life whimpering and whining. Oh, well, the Lord hadn't saved me yet, Trailblazer. The Lord hadn't. Don't tell me all that. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. you blaming the Lord. You blaming the Lord for not saving you. Just make it be be honest. Say, no, I haven't trusted the Lord yet, Trailblazer. I haven't come clean and come clear with the Lord yet. Don't say the Lord hadn't saved me yet. No, sir. Well, let's go back. This was a solemn hour. It was an hour when he wanted no one else with him. It was an hour when he wanted to be alone with his son because he faced the eternal destiny of his own son. And every promise that God had given him was tied up in Isaac. Now listen, this, this one child, this one young man, the, the whole destiny of God's creation was tied, tied up in this young man. Listen to what Hebrews 11 says, 11, 7, 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. 
Abraham had met and had come to know in salvation by blood redemption the God of the resurrection. Now I want you to listen. Every sinner who ever gets saved comes to know the God of resurrection. He knows that if God can save him, he can save anybody. Abraham's faith did not falter nor waver when he faced the question of Isaac's death. He knew that all the promises of Jehovah had ever given him, had ever made to him, were tied up in his son. He knew that the promise of Jehovah was at stake and that the promise could not be broken. He was willing to trust him and to obey him regardless of what he had commanded him to do. That's faith resting upon a God of resurrection, and that's just blind faith, my friend. Just blind faith resting upon the promise of God. He knew the God of promise, and therefore he knew that the promise could not be broken. The promise of God's word means scarcely anything now to the individual unless he knows the God of that promise. I asked you, are you aware of the promises of God, believer? My believer friend, you tell me you know the Lord. You tell me you've been washed in the blood and you're not able to, to comprehend and to hearken to the promise knowing it can't be broken. If you can trust the God of, of the promise, then you can trust the promise of God. Oh, but listen. So they went to worship. They went. They started out. I want you to listen. I want you to notice that word, worship. He said, I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again. What faith? Why did Abraham have such faith? It was because he knew the God of the promise. So Abraham, resting everything in the Lord's hands, took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon his son, his Isaac, Isaac, his son. He took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they both of them went together. Now, that's the most precious verses of scriptures in God's Word, my friend. To read that account, go there and read that 22nd chapter of Genesis, if you will, before next week. This is our Friday broadcast, and, and most of our stations on Friday. And if you will... Go there and read that 20 seconds. You tell me you love the old trailblazer. You tell me, Pastor, I appreciate your message. Go there and read that 22nd chapter of, of uh, Genesis before next week. Would you do that? And, 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 and then be prepared to hear what happens to Isaac. Oh, my friend, listen. Isaac was bearing the cross in the form of the wood of the burnt offering. Isn't that typical, my friend? Can't you see the sim- symbolic here? Christ said, he that cometh to me must forsake all that he has, take up the cross, and follow me. That's another good passage to read, Luke 9, all that ninth chapter of Luke. Taking up the cross is not giving up something or surrendering something or or giving up something for Lent. No, my friend. It's not giving that stuff up during 40 days of Lent. It's not doing penance. It's not giving up an Easter hat. No. Taking up the cross is becoming obedient unto death. It's not, it, the cross is a place of death. The cross is the end of all flesh. The cross is the dividing line of the old life and the new life. I see these folks now going around with a cross around their neck 
and that's all right if they want to do that. It has no significance. But I wonder if they know what that stands for. I see some preachers sometime on the television. They got a, a cross hanging around their neck almost down to their uh, knees. Such a big old. They think it's something uh, heroic about having. My friend, that's not nothing. That's all. That's that's just all foolishness. But here, here, my friend, we see that the cross is a dividing line between the old life and the new life. The old life in the flesh and the new life in Christ. Now, I know, I know from talking to people and hearing from people all over the country, I know that not many know anything about salvation in Christ. I know that. that someone asked the Lord one day, said, Are there few that be saved? Are there few that be saved? I often think about where it says the broad road and the narrow road. Which road, which road are you traveling down, my friend? Are you headed down that broad road which leads to destruction? There's no hindrances there, nothing there to, to hinder you. Oh, but my friend, the narrow road, the narrow road need, leads leads to Christ, leads to that new life in, 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 in the Lord. But listen, the cross is that dividing line. Isaac, Isaac was going to the place of death, and when he came back, he would be a new Isaac. Let me tell you something, sinner. Listen. Salvation is not giving up. Salvation is dying. You say, I've given up everything that God ever laid on my heart. Well, my friend, go on and die. Every sinner who ever gets saved, regardless of whether young or old, will die. They will die. They will come to be obedient unto death, the death of the cross. Everything that they are in the flesh, ever hope to be, will be withered put to death, and they will come to the end of all flesh before they come to know that life in Christ. Abraham had in his hand the fire and the knife. This represented judgment, the instrument, the instrument of death. As they walked along together, Isaac spoke to his father. He said, Abraham, he spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, Father, my father, and he said, Here I am, my son. Behold a fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, Jehovah Jireh, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. And I believe, my friend, with all of my heart, this is an hour that Isaac never forgot. Don't, don't you, can't you just live there? Can't you just go along with them as they trod slowly up that mountain? Headed up the old top of old Mount Moriah where, where Abraham built an offer altar there out of the stones and Isaac coming along beside of him carrying the wood and he said father here's the wood and you have the fire in your hand and the knife and where, where is the where is the sacrifice and Abraham looked back at him and said son the Lord will provide a sacrifice and I tell you awakened sinner lost sinner uh, the Lord has provided that sacrifice that sacrifice has been crucified there on the cross. The Lord Jesus Christ died to save sinners. And I tell you here on the Old Trailblazer broadcast, we don't have but one message. That is that man is a sinner and Christ died for sinners. We don't have any big hoopla ministry. We don't have no car washing and foot washing and, and going to the beach and all of those things, my friend, like the world. The world has taken over our churches. And our young people are growing up out there in the ballet dances and movies on Sunday night and all of those passion plays. and All that is foolishness, my friend. The Scripture says, uh, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that 
cometh out of the mouth of our Lord. And and I, I just I just I, I I'm at a loss as to say anything else to you at this time. Except please turn to the Lord if you're not saved. If you are saved, praise the Lord. Don't be ashamed to praise the Lord. Your Bible says he that is ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of him. Did you know one day you're going to stand at the great white throne judgment and have to give an account for your life? Are you going to be ashamed to say I never could have a witness for the Lord? I never asked anybody, was they saved? I don't ask folks where they go to church. I ask them, have you ever been saved? Have you ever seen yourself as a sinner? Say, and now the Lord has saved you. Uh, what, what, what has grace been manifested in your heart, my friend? I tell you, folks, we need to get a life, don't we? We need to, we need to take, take a hope, don't we? I believe, I believe we just on the last leg, folks. This old world ain't here for long. Our folks are not interested in their soul. I have folks write me and ask me, so how many folks you have in your on Sunday service, Pastor? I said we don't have but a few. We don't have but a few. We don't have but a few. But we have a lot who listen to the Trailblazer broadcast and over the Voice of Truth broadcast, and many of them tell me they want to be saved. And I ask them, come on to the Lord, and then and 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 don't fool around. Most of our folks are fooling around. But the old Trailblazer is going to be true to you, whether it takes his hide off or not. And uh, remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana 70785. This is our. Uh, last of the week now we be, be back next next week on the same time same station pray for me heaven with a broadcast if you will and then uh, hold up my hands in in prayer as we go on day by day our only motive is to see sinners saved are you a sinner have you ever been saved can you say yes trailblazer lord save me write me and let me know that would you do that my mailing address post office box 1810 walker louisiana 70785